So, uh, as I discovered a new little treat, Gigi's gelato. Oh, it is beautiful. Uh, Biscoffy crunch. Oh, oh, filth, utter filth. <laughs> really nice. And we're not sponsored by them, I gotta stress, but I just thought they were worth a mention. <laughs> back to the new year new january i say january very loosely we're practically in february now yeah it's uh feels like we've been gone forever it's been a very interesting what two months since we last did a recording for yeah. various reasons of you know uh, work busy and christmas the new year and then the Biden administration coming into power mm-hmm. that was an interesting uh month i thought uh you know, fires in Australia last year and ice and snow in Wales in the, this year. I know. Uh, the, One the extreme to another. Yeah, the world has just changed so much since we last did a recording. So, uh, in the movie world, there's been further delays. You know, certain releases have been pushed back again. What a shocker. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what are we on now? I think the third pushback for Doctor... Uh, for James Bond. Bond. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's what October now they're expecting to release. Do you ever just like it's gone to that point where it, like I think we've said this in a previous I know I've said this in a previous podcast, is that they're just d- delaying the inevitable that this is going to be an awful film. Yeah. It does like, like I'm not being funny, how much do they pay Daniel Craig to be in this film despite the fact he didn't want to be in it? <laughs> Very true. This is his last one though, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not surprised the paycheck he got out of this one. Mm. Um, I wonder, no wonder the, the studios are delaying it coming back, coming up uh, into the cinema so they can actually make the money back <laughs> purely on his fee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mad. But have you got anything? Because we've been in touch between yeah. recording. We agreed that we'd, th- we'd start the year kind of like we started last year's podcasts with a 2021 watch list. Yes. So this is going to be the first of a two-parter. And I thought we'd start with your 2021 watch list. I knew you were going to come in with that one. <laughs> I I literally I finished my list uh, not long before um, we started. I'm going to show you on the webcam, but for those who want to see how many things are written down, and some of these are also um, ones I want to continue, I I've seen and I want to rewatch or carry on watching and stuff, you know. Like yeah. I, I'm desperately catching up with Netflix and Prime and everything else that's come out. So my list, because I saw your list, I went, oh, I forgot about that film, so I've added that <laughs> onto this. So there are going to be duplicates of the next two part of these two parts, because you, know, you picked up some really nice ones mm. that I want to watch as well. I'm dying to see, you know, the first one on my list is the new Ghostbusters film. Yes. Afterlife, yeah. because the trailer for that was, was brilliant when that came out. And mm. I loved the little touches they had to, you know, uh, was that Ramus? Ramus, Harold Ramus. I love the little mods to it. And I thought it was, it was amazing. I cannot wait to see that film. Yeah, I am looking forward to it. I like as well that it's it feels like more of a continuation of the first two, whereas yes. the 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 reboots, let's call it that, that they made, just didn't feel like it fit in that world. I really enjoyed the reboot. 
I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly in- liked the little nods and all the cameos from mm. the original cast, you know, including the one for Harold, for for Ramis, for mm. um, the bust. Yeah, that was yeah. in the in the corridor. I thought that was really nice. I I liked that. You know, Bill Murray and and the rest of them who were all there. Yeah. Uh, I think the only one that was missing is. Um, Sure, for like me, put this in together. Can't, can't remember anyone's names. He was in um, how am I, um, Honey with the Kids. Oh, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, was, I, I can't remember if he was in it. It's been a while since I've seen the film. Hmm. But I loved all those nods. I loved the whole lot. And I love. It was a really good film. I think it was really well put together. Okay. Yeah, I, for I me, know. just just on that though, I think if it was a standalone film and it wasn't part of the. The Ghostbusters universe, I think I would have had a bit more enjoyment out of it, but I was looking for what I got from the original two, and it just wasn't there. Yeah, but I mean, the original one came in 1984. I know. Rick Moranis. Yeah. Moranis. <laughs> anyway, Chris, quick Google on IMDb, can't fault it. Um, yeah, I... I don't know, I quite liked it. I know there's, there's been obviously a lot of backlash from doing Afterlife now, which is after the original uh, duo films. Yeah. Why is it? Why have we gone back to an old male lead? Why isn't you know, all this? I'm like, there's a, there's a lot of arguments we put in there. And I don't want to get involved in, in throwing a weight on my opinion on this. It's I just like the, the nice nod to Harold Ramis. It's the character's child or granddaughter, grandson. Um, but again, whilst I see the trailer, doing this, following in you know the footsteps, yeah, and I like that. I'm not fighting the argument of it's again. I'm not starting that. Mm-hmm. I just like the nice little family sort of hand me down sort of storyline. Yeah, do you know what I mean? The it's lineage that. of it. Yeah, mm. I quite like that. Okay. So what else have you got on your list then? The long-awaited Black Widow movie. Yes, yeah. Because I really want to see um, uh, David Harbour. David Harbour, yes, yeah. Um, Because I really want to see, I want to see him in a different role to what I first met him in, which is from Stranger Things, I can remember. I really enjoy Stranger Things. Yeah, the first series I remember seeing David Harbour in, uh, it was a HBO production called The Newsroom. All right. With Jeff Daniels. And it was a great show. Even now, I think you would enjoy it if you haven't seen it. Is that the, the news from the one, um, if I think of the right person? Jeff Downs, Dumb and Dumber, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, uh, where he has the rant about America being the greatest country. Is it that one or am I thinking of that's a different? The one. That's, yeah. no, that's the one. I've seen, seen that clip. That clip is amazing. I really want to yeah. see what the rest of that is. Well, that, that show just goes from strength to strength, in my opinion, because the idea of it is that they are, it's like a drama set in the newsroom, as you'd expect from the title. Yeah. Um, but during all the sort of in house drama that's going on, you get these random big news stories that come in and they're based on real events. And it's really just, I, I love the way that that just takes precedent over everything else, the way they get their stories and they get their yeah. facts and they get their sources. You know, it's, a really uh, thought-provoking show as well at times. Like you said about that one rant right at the beginning of the very first episode, I might add. 
Oh. Uh, yeah, it just goes. It's a, it's a strong opener. Yeah. It's a very strong opener. That is the opening scene of the whole show. <laughs> oh, I need to watch that. Yeah. We need to get into that. <laughs> okay, so you got Black Widow. Yes. Yeah. There's a film that I really want to see, and we've seen the trailers for it, and I'm a massive fan of Andy Samberg, as you know. You know, I'm a big fan of Lonely Island. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You know, that's my ringtone at the moment, is the theme tune for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. But there's a film he's got coming out, which is called Palm Springs. Okay. It is, from what I can gather, Groundhog Day, set at a wedding, but it's not just him living the loop, it's somebody else there as well. Uh, yeah, and he meets the female in the film, and it's, that's all I've seen in the trailer. And we've been dying for it to come out. I think it is coming out this year. Okay, I look forward to that. And who did you say was in that one? Do you know? Uh, uh, Andy Samberg. I will have a look now for the rest. Okay. Um, but I, that's the one I'm looking. We both, my wife and I, have been uh, looking forward to seeing. Mm. It's where's it gone? Chris, Kristen, I'm not going to have a tap ten to pronounce that surname. <laughs> oh, she was in, she was in Wolf of Wall Street, Fargo, A yeah. to Z. Okay, you were recognised her. Um, is that Miliotti? Yes, Miliotti. Okay, and she was in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, she, spoiler alert, was the mother, wasn't she? No. No? No, from what I can gather, um, or from what I've been told, it's not that. I need to watch the last series, but okay. I have been told it's, she isn't. Right. Uh, looking at the cast as well, you've got J.K. Simmons. Interesting. Hang on, I've got the wrong page now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, it looks interesting. I'll have a look at the trailer after after this for that, and I'll uh, pop a link of it up on our Twitter as well. Yeah, for anyone who wants to see it. Nice. And um, just on that, I know we agreed we'd do a separate episode on my watch list, but you mentioned the whole Groundhog Day style yes. sort of feel to that. There's one on my list here called Boss Level. Have you heard? No. What's Boss Level? Okay, so. Uh, the idea of it, Mel Gibson's in this, by the way. Outstanding. Uh, <laughs> that reminds me, I want to really want to see uh, Fat Man. Yes, that's also on my list, but we'll go into that again, unless it's on yours. <laughs> we'll it see. is now. <laughs> but uh, the idea of the of this film is that uh, the, your main character is in a never-ending time loop, which he refers to in the film as a death loop because he is being killed in loads of different ways because this one person wants him killed. So you've got all these hitmen after him and he just learns everyone's tactics and until he, he's got to get out of that loop. So it's like uh, Smoke and Aces smashes into Groundhog Day. Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. I really enjoyed Smoke and Aces. I really want to watch that again now. <laughs> again, Ryan Reynolds... Ryan Reynolds is just, just a brilliantly sarcastic person who I admire for that exact reason. That he's a wicked actor. <laughs> and the banter between him and his wife is hilarious. Yeah. And his family. Which brings me into a nice little segue. Oh, Free Guy. Yes. 
I really uh, want to see that. That looks incredible. Well, that I like the concept actually, of it. Yeah, that was on my watch list last year. And our very first episode, we were talking about my watch list, and that was sat there waiting. Yeah, and still waiting. Yeah, still waiting. Which is another one of his films, ironically. But okay. Oh, I like waiting. That's a class film. <laughs> Very clever film. Yeah. So you got Free Guy. Anything yep. else? I. You sent me the trailer yesterday or the day before for Godzilla vs. Kong. Yes. Mostly because the, the notification I asked on YouTube to remind me of this to watch didn't <laughs> submit, which is really frustrating. But I watched that trailer and I had a moment where I thought Matthew Broderick was in it and I got really excited and I double-checked and it wasn't. I was really sad. However, <laughs> that being said, which I thought of again, I like little nods to previous incarnations to things. Yeah, little uh, Easter eggs. Little Easter eggs, little subtle, little nods. You know, again, like Men in Black uh, International where Chris Hemsworth picks up a hammer off the floor. He's reaching for a hammer. I, yes, it's, it's a crap gag, but I like it's cheesy. Yeah, it's a little nod. It's funny because he can't. Yeah, that's a but. Yeah, I want to see Godzilla versus Kong because I think last year was the first time I saw uh, Godzilla: King of the Monsters. Same. And I still haven't seen Godzilla. Ah, oh, what? Yeah, no, I watched oh. them in the wrong order. Just like yeah, I I nearly watched them in that order, but then I I found that they were both on Sky Movies, so I went and watched them in the right order. And to be fair. I didn't want to go see him in the cinema for some reason, but when I watched them, I really enjoyed them. Yeah, I wanted to see Godzilla, but I thought... See, I was, I think, six or seven with the original, with, again, Matthew Broderick, and, and that came out, and I loved that film. It scared the crap out of me. I, I was seven, do you know what I mean? I loved that film, it was great. Um, I watched it back, and the really cheesy animatronics, and visually oh, yeah. amazing. And I think a couple of my friends had the old little uh, hand puppet for Godzilla as well. <laughs> With the rubber thing was horrible. It was um, so I remember having you squeeze the mouth and it made make the sounds. Yeah. And I miss watching the first Godzilla film come out. I know Frank Cranston's in it, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I again didn't get a chance to watch it. Wanted to see the set the sequel. Didn't get a chance to watch it, but then it was on the flight. Either two or back from uh, Mexico where we were going. It's like well, I'm watching that. I'm, that is I'm making a mission to watch that. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a brilliant film. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, and no, I, I did enjoy it as well. And I do look forward to the uh, the new film. But uh, have you seen Kong Skull Island? Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. Because Tom Hiddleston. Uh, yeah, Tom Hiddleston in that. Uh, it's I'm gonna admit this now. I've yet to see it, but I have found I have found a version of it on on uh, Sky Movies, which I'm gonna watch soon enjoy as possible. It. Enjoy it. It's a really good film. Yeah. We enjoyed it. Good. It was a nicer version and the Jack Black version many, uh, many years ago. Yeah. Although I still love Jack Black in that film. I thought that film was great. I really enjoyed it. Oh, it's really good. But it's really, again, not eh, but like, it's very stylized and again cheesy and not. Yeah. The way that obviously you watch Skull Island, you look how impressive that whole thing is mm. and you'd watch back to king kong the two don't compare and i think there's, there's mm. yes there's two different styles but i think the the nice obviously jack black is very uh, quite a big actor he's very you know physical yeah. with his and I, that comes across more to me in the film than 
the storyline of Kong. Okay, let me see. Yeah, but I think negative for Jack Black. I'm a, you know, as you know, massive fan of Tenacious D. Love Jack Black. <laughs> Anything he touches is gold. But I think yeah. that was kind of, you know, mm. like a bit wishy-washy sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I just remember there was one scene which absolutely blew me away. And that was, uh, and it's been a while since I've seen it, but... It was the scene where, if I remember right, they fall into some sort of uh, gully or something. Mm-hmm. And then all these bugs start appearing. And it was just such a tense moment because it was just silent, dead silence, other than the sound of the bugs. Yeah. Little, I say little, these giant critters, just like... Yeah. It was just... Oh. And even now, I just think, what a, what a scene that was, you know? Yeah. <laughs> No, I remember the scene. I, like I said, it's just there's certain films that play on the style of the what that actor is known for, yeah, and doesn't give an opportunity for that actor to develop a different depth for that for themselves and that character. Mm. Do you mean it's like the, it's the typecasting things? I think, yeah, for me, no, yeah. I, I do agree to a point on that, but I, I just remember really enjoying that film as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, Kong Skull Island, that's one on my watch list. Even though it's not a new film coming out, I'll admit it's one I haven't yet seen. So. No, I mean, to be fair, I've got the Naked Gun trilogy back on my list. Nice. Because my wife hasn't seen any of them, and I love, I love the Naked Gun. The yeah. humour within it, again, it's airplane, it's very subtle, mm-hmm. quick observational humour, but at the same time, Slapstick. Yeah, I have a love for that for that franchise. <laughs> it's brilliant films. But like I said, it's been a while since I've seen them. Discovering my wife hasn't watched them. That's on the watch list. <laughs> uh, so what's next then, Johnny? Well, I've got a couple on you. I'm just started watching the fourth season of Sabrina. Okay. I thoroughly enjoyed watching all the through that. I've also got The Witch on my list because I know they're in the, doing the season two, and I haven't finished watching series one. In fact, I've barely started watching series one. Okay. And I know, yeah. you know, really want to get into it. Mm. So I really enjoyed that when it came out. They've also announced a spin-off series already. Oh yeah, that was quick. Yeah. Tell me about it. So I don't know much or if, in fact anything about the spin-off, only that it has been announced. I don't know the name of it. I don't know who it's going to follow. But... Uh, Wait until you watch The Witcher and you get that little earworm in your in your ear of the song. Wifey has been singing it quite quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I have heard it. Um, yeah, a couple of the other ones I got here, the, 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 the Disney stuff that's been announced, you know, the Loki TV series Fan, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Really want yeah. to see all those. And as it's Boba Fett, Book of Boba yes. Fett. I mean, I'll go a long way on that one, but I really want to see it because that was a really nice little Easter egg at the end of uh, The Mandalorian. Yeah, I've, I've got to say while we're talking about this that it wasn't long before the end of Series 2 of The Mandalorian that Disney had their investors presentation. Yeah. And they were announcing all these new shows, you know, Marvel shows and new films, new Pixar, and most importantly for some, the Star Wars universe and how much they're expanding that. And what got me is that, you know, they announced a big, big hit after big hit. I was going to say, you was... had Obi-Wan Kenobi, you've yeah. got the, the droid saga, Rebels, exactly. not Rebels, Bad Batch. 
Yeah, bad yeah, bad. But what got me though is the fact that there was no hint, no inkling whatsoever that there was going to be anything else. And then they just dropped this one at the end of Mandalorian. The, What's the quite effect. nice is obviously having now Disney owning Marvel. Marvel mm. has a very nice once you way of thirsting your appetite for more. Oh yeah. Yeah, especially when you start watching you watch stuff from Iron Man Lee at the end of Iron Man. Mm. And there's a little sneaky scene introduced, I think it was uh, Samuel Jackson. Yeah, that's it. Into the into the role of being uh, head of Shield. Mm. And every every film is always something like the end. Say every film. Twenty-two out of twenty-three had one. Yeah, rightly so. I felt. Yeah, it was the end of Endgame, wasn't it? There was yeah. Nothing. Um, no, it was Infinity War. Okay, I could have sworn it was Endgame because I remember thinking it was like the, the end. You know. No, you're right. Endgame. The only thing they had at the end, the end game was the hammering of Stark from within mm. the cave from the first film. That's it. It was just a sound effect, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was that was really nice and I I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh the other one I've got is Nobody. Yes. Uh Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. I can't say too much about that one because I've seen the trailer for it and there's very much the case of he's a character who doesn't want to be known he's an ex hitman, is he? Or ex CIA something along those lines. That's what I'm getting getting from it, yeah. Yeah. Um so that looks really good because he takes out a beating but looks like an <laughs> off-decent film, Joe. You know? um, and then I found out because I had a quick search to see what else was coming out this year. So I'm going to go, oh, what have I seen it? Monsters at Work. What's that? No. A, tri- a third one? Oh, yeah. Ah. This and year. Obviously, apparently. Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Yeah, so it's set. It's a sequel to the original. Mm. Set six months after the events. Nice. Look forward to that one. Yeah, that one looks good. The, the, the only information I got is that it follows um, obviously the introduction of a new character who just graduated who wants to work with the saviors of obviously the world of the monsters. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Ah, nice. I have not heard anything about that. I have this neither. Literally, literally, first I've heard. Yeah, it was the first I heard of it when I went to have a look at the uh, search to see what was coming out this year. So yeah. I can have a bit more other than the sort of the copycat stuff that you and I both have got a similar taste, and that was on. So yeah. I was like, ooh, that looks good. <laughs> yeah. So have you got anything else on your list then? Because I have got quite a significant list here <laughs> for the yeah. next episode still. <laughs> I want to watch no because some of the stuff I've got on my list I want to watch again like Office Space. Mm. I love Office Space. Office Space is brilliant, and we're in the process of watching the Matrix trilogy again. Nice. Uh, we finished the first two. Yeah. Um, and I've got to try and bribe my wife to watch the third one now because she hasn't seen them, which hasn't seen it so long. Um, so so we're going to try and watch those, uh, and I need to get hold of the Animatrix, uh, the uh, the filler between the first and second film. Yeah. Oh, they were but it was also superb. like prequels to the whole franchise of what backstory to how the machines came to be and That's how it. the world came to be. It was really, I, I think I watched it once way back when. Yeah, same. Um, so I'm in the process of trying to hunt that one down. Um, and I would also suggest getting it to play Enter the Matrix. I remember that one. 
Because <laughs> it follows Niobe and her Ghost. crew, isn't it? Ghost. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have the Path of Neo game. Yeah, yeah that's another one. Which I quite enjoyed. <laughs> nice one. So what else is on your rewatch list then? So it sounds like you got some classics there. No, I mean, those that are office space, and they've got Witcher, Spring and Boss level, and you add that sort of uh, things onto it, uh, mm. films. I'm just game for whatever is coming this way. Like, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm enjoying WandaVision. Yes. It's yeah. very stylized. It is also the most expensive TV series ever made. Really? Per episode, I saw an article somewhere that they're spending more per episode than what they spent on Game of Thrones. Wow, I did not know that. Considering they're what, like uh, averaging at the moment about 30 to 35 minutes. Yeah. Compared yep. to Game of Thrones length, that is, oof, wow. But that being said, I suppose we've got two like Hollywood actors in a TV show right from the get go. Yeah. Uh, I know, like, having read about WandaVision, because I've been waiting for it for so long, uh, <laughs> there was uh, some. Like little facts that I was reading up on it. And the first episode, uh, which was called Filmed in Front of a Live Audience, was in fact filmed in front of a live audience, which you know, I think is a nice little touch because get the laughter track, yeah, you know, yeah. true, true to the era that it was filmed in the style of, you know. Um, but they also, um, if anyone hasn't, hasn't watched it yet, this is a spoiler-free sort of rundown, but uh, they used the classic aspect ratio as well so that sort of square four by three square yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, black and white as well and the, the best fact in my opinion is is that they actually used the uh, original lenses that were used back in the day as well so it gives it even more of that authentic look yeah it, it's mm. it shows i love the style of it it reminded me of bewitched Mm. Through and through, like the original oh, style totally. of the TV show. Even with some of the, uh, the, the, I say the animations, you know, some of the special effects yeah. when Vision changes from his human face to his real face, you know, it had those little stars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it so. was, it was, it was, re I really enjoyed it. Very dark as a little TV series at times. Yeah. But it's like, but it's not like dark with it, it's like another, ooh, that's not right, what's going on here? Mm. It's, it's got a, a very sinister undertone. Yeah. And it's only peeking its head up at the moment, and I love that. Yeah. Because, you know, like you say, it's subtle. It's not in your face. It's not like with, you know, you think of some of the, the Marvel films where the danger is just in your face. You know, like yeah. Ultron. Um, you know, you've got the big bad just right from the, from the start. Whereas this is just, like, keeping you guessing, you know? Yeah. Um, there was another fact as well about the show. I'm pretty sure it was you that told me this actually. Uh, about episode one, everything was real. Like the sets was like outside. No, was it real. wasn't. It wasn't that. It was. It was how when you watch it, like um, it obviously the, the inside of the house. It was. It was a set. It was a you know box set, studio style set. It was when they went into the. the try not to do spoilers here. When they are doing the event, that's outside. Yeah, it's actually on a. Real areas, so, you know, it's a real grassy area, it's a real buildings, it's, it's a physical big area of set. Yeah. And you watch the third episode, and it's very much reminiscent of that 70s show. Mm -hmm. And it was that style, it was a painted walls, painted 
you know, surrounded to where they were. The exterior is obviously wooden build-up sets and what have you. Yeah. But I just like the fact that the the, the painting of the backdrops of, of the third episode very much reminded me of like Bambi. It was that style of painting. <laughs> yes. It was that detail. It was that Disney style mm. detail, I thought, uh, which was quite nice. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, I, I am really enjoying One Division. Really enjoying it. And um, here in the UK, uh, we've just had the launch of Star Trek Lower Decks on Amazon Prime. And I have had a good giggle at that. And I'm only two episodes in. <laughs> I've seen, I think we were having a bit of a play with it the other day. Uh, the first sort of two minutes of that episode, of the first episode. And I'm, I'm already sort of intrigued by it. I like the concept of it. I love the fact it's not the main cast or the main deck of a cast. You know, it's, the, it's the guys who are just keeping the ship together and... Yeah. For what I see, and I'm Just, looking forward to watching that. There was a little opening monologue, which again, this is very much a non-spoilery comment, but it's the opening sequence where he's basically set in the scene of who they are and what they're about, and they are the crew that are responsible for second contact, yeah. where they go and you know make sure that the aliens' names are spelled correctly, the planet and, name is yeah. right, and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I was chuckling at that. No, there are some very sort of laugh out loud moments in there. And like we've said with previous things so far, the nods back to like the uh, the next generation and the original series, you know, little name drops like Captain Kirk, Captain Pike. Yeah, yeah. Oh, loved it. Absolutely loved it. Uh, still eight episodes to go. <laughs> well, there's only 10 episodes. Again, it's limited series and stuff like that. That's the only thing I've got to say coming, coming out of obviously the, the list that we've got is the shortness of series mm. on the streaming services. You know, they're either doing like a 13 episode or an eight-parter or 10. They're not doing like the traditional sort of the old, you know, the TV stuff I like with a mid-season break, which I'm not even the start on how much that frustrates me as a concept. Yeah. You know, how can you have a mid-season finale? What? No. <laughs> what the hell? No, it's a, it's, yeah. it's a season break. You don't put a finale halfway through a series. That's, <laughs> that's just mental. It's a stupid cop. Anyway, I've diverged. Um, <laughs> Can I just say, I love how you wind yourself up with these rants sometimes. <laughs> I know yeah. this is an audio podcast, but if they could see the video right now, you are red as a beetroot. <laughs> I like, man. Uh, it's, it's just, it, yeah, those things are true. But I've lost track now. Thanks for that. <laughs> I've thrown them off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the 10 episode stuff, like Lucifer was season 5.1. Yeah. Is, I think it was like 10 episodes or 8 episodes. But series, mm. the second half of the series is also 8 episodes. So it's a 16 episode series. Yeah, I think with, with that example, I, I totally get your point. I really yeah, the, do. The but... first, two, first two seasons were 21 to 23 episodes. Yeah. But yeah. what you've got to remember is, you know, this latest season, that unfortunately was hit by COVID, so they had to change their plans, you know. Um, but I, I do get your point, because there are other shows out there that do that. And yeah, it is it is frustrating. You're going to say, you're going to say, you know, the, oh, I give COVID, COVID a chance. Yeah, I get that, <laughs> but the next series already been commissioned for 10 episodes. Yeah. yeah. So COVID's not got anything to do with that one. Yeah, fair. <laughs> you know, your animated series, The Simpsons do 31 episodes. Yeah. Futurama, Family Guy. All right, Futurama got cancelled twice, but all right. 
<laughs> and they made a joke about that on TV series, which again, I like things like they do things like that, nods to the whole thing that's going yeah. on. But it's almost like they're trying to break through that fourth wall, right? Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate things when they break through the fourth wall. I think that's I think it's a nice yeah. little nod. I like the the, the the reality check that you get within it. Mm. But having a, a series that's like ten episodes, one that's over too quickly. And it is. Yeah. And then two, it, it gets you incredibly frustrated because you go out and wait another year and a half for the next bed to, to come out. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. There are some great shows, minds, that have come out on things like uh, ITV and even BBC, um, which are even shorter, six yeah. episodes, and then you've got to wait a year or two until the next series. Unless, of course, you're talking about staged no, which I think no, series no. two is out now, and I need to add Already. that to my list. Yes, yeah, that's that's actually one on my list. So uh, <laughs> you're welcome. <That's> yeah, <laughs> I'll cross that one off. There we go. We covered that one. I, again, big fan of uh, David Tennant and um, yeah, Michael, Sheen. Michael Sheen as well. So Sheen course, being a local lad, you're only sort of twenty minute drive down the road, and you're in his hometown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can see it from where I live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just about. Unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's well, where, that's, uh, it's like, I think, well, obviously Prime are doing it at the moment, and I need to catch up on that one as well. It's like The Expanse. Yeah. I love I need the to catch up four on seasons, that. and that, I haven't seen the season, fifth season yet. I'm so far behind. To, I loved season four. Yeah. Yeah, it took, it was a bit of a slow burner, but it was a really good series. Okay. A lot to going on, which is why oh. it felt like a bit of a slow burner. Yeah, well, I am literally adding this to my watch list now as we speak. Uh, but okay. that's they're releasing each episode every week, as is Netflix, as is obviously Disney doing it now with One Division. I have a feeling mm-hmm. they're going to be doing the same with Loki and, and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I would not be surprised. Um, just speaking of shows that you've been watching recently, like One Division and so on. Uh, my wife and I have started watching a Netflix drama called Lupin, which is a French, I'm going to say heist show, for lack of a better explanation, because I do not want to give anything away. <laughs> but if if anyone who's listening, and yourself, Johnny, right, if anyone can sit through subtitles, watch it. It is just, it keeps you guessing. I thought that I is, kind of got to the point now where I would nothing was really original with that genre. Yeah. But oh, how I was mistaken. Is it subtitled or overdubbed? Uh, you can pick Netflix. Do that, don't they? So you've got the subtitles or. Because um, what I quite like was three percent. Okay. I've mentioned this one before. I know I have because yeah. season I want to say four has only just come out and I was done. They've, they've finished a whole lot off. Yeah. I kind of got closure with the whole thing, uh, but it's again like I think I will have to rewatch it and sort of sit down and watch it probably through. But I kind of got fun. Yeah. I was happy with the ending on that, you know, yeah. not like yeah. other shows we've discussed where the ending is just crap. <laughs> yeah, disappointment. Yeah, that's what you want to avoid. Yeah. Okay, so have we covered your list? I think so. That's pretty much my list. Like I said, I've, I'll show you now. I've it home. That's my list updated now. I've added nice. a few more things to it. Yeah. Well, I'm holding mine up to the camera. This is the, <laughs> the worst kind of interaction with our audience that we could do. 
Wow. Look how big it is. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> and here's my list. Um, so with... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll throw myself off now. Yeah, well done. Um, with your with, big list. <laughs> with this year now, uh, obviously we want to try and uh, sort of hit the ground running with 2021. And as such, we are soon to be launching and really promoting uh, a Patreon uh, account. So if you just search patreon.com slash chattertainment, uh, you'll have a look at what the tiers are. But something that we're looking forward to doing uh, is the Amazon Prime watch parties so the idea is if you're a uk listener sorry anyone else but if you're a uk listener with a uk amazon prime membership uh, we would love to invite you through our patreon accounts to join us in these watch parties and we'll post on there what films we're intending to watch we're open to recommendations as well um, but the idea is that as we're watching it we can have a chat as well you know share our thoughts on the film and really just share some some entertainment that's the plan <laughs> and i really hope you guys wanted to join it with us because we had a bit of a play with it the other day and we saw how, what you can do with it which yeah. is obviously the child aspect of it i think it'd be good fun to have more than ourselves having an opinion on two on a tv series we're watching so we yes. do hope that you will engage with us on that and join join in with us with the wash parties yeah totally and while we're talking about engaging with us we, as ever, are really keen to get you involved in our in our podcast. So if you've got any films, TV shows, games, you name it, anything that you want to talk about, so entertainment based on my ad, uh, if you go to our Anchor page, so that's anchor.fm slash chattertainment, and just leave us a voice message and we'll play it in one of our future episodes. 